Welcome to my Spectrum Life podcast. It's so good to have you all here with us. I'm your host, our host, uh, your host, Jessica, an autism mom. It's been a day. Uh, it's Monday. With me is my co-host, Kelsey, and RBT. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> it's, mm. it's a Monday. Things are winding down with school, so it's... It's interesting um, seeing how all these uh, end of school activities that we have to wind up doing, which means you've got a lot of work on your plate right now, right? I do. Um, State of South Carolina is still saying you need to do your uh, virtual IEPs, clear out your room and just do everything on that checklist. So it's a good bit in the next few couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a, that's a big load to carry as um, a special I love it though. I wouldn't change yeah. it. I would not change it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, tonight we want to say a big, huge thank you to our friend Molly Ranker and her dinner, generous donation yes. for a Norwex party benefit. Um, and thank you to all our friends who purchased items during that party. Um, they are able to, we're able to keep My Spectrum Life going for quite a few months now. So we are so very grateful for y'all's donation. Thank you uh, very yeah, much. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. Um, well, I guess we bought to jump right into it. Yeah. Um, tonight executive we're going to functioning. executive functioning. Thank you to our friend, uh, your friend, actually. Yeah. Jennifer. Jennifer, she actually mentioned it in one of our previous podcasts as a comment. Mm -hmm. And it was something that we, you and I discussed that is definitely something that everybody needs to know. And it is. Mm -hmm. um, it is. Executive functioning is a big component of any disability. It's not just autism, um, mm -hmm. but it's no mostly known in ADHD or ADD. Um, that's where right. most of the psychology studies come from. So mm -hmm. if you are looking for it, I suggest you start your uh, research with ADHD or ADD. Correct. Um, and we'll get more into that. Um, but I know that we're not going to hit everything tonight. I know that no. we're going to be splitting it up topic. and right. It is a big topic and it's very, it took me what, a couple years to learn. Um, mm -hmm. it's definitely a different way of thinking. Right. Um, I know that I had to really study on it because I'm not a psychology major, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize how much being a mom, being those around those who have disabilities of any kind, including autism, how mm -hmm. much of a psychology background, our uh, true understanding of psychology that you actually do need. And this yeah. is part of it. Um, yeah, I've always I've always said that I felt like sometimes I needed to go back, um, start some sort of master's degree online in psychology <laughs> just to get all this stuff. Just to get all this stuff. Um, I mean, I do enough research. Right. Um, but I know that if, I just want to say if anybody out there, happy belated Mother's Day, by the way, um, okay. I hope you enjoyed, um, Mother's Day and for all those and who are mothers, those, yes. um, even those who have angels. Um, so mm -hmm. you're a mother yes. at some point. Um, yes. with that being said, everybody makes mistakes as a teacher. I made a mistake with exec executive functioning skills. Um, it's mm -hmm. a very hard skill to teach, um, even when you're self-teaching yourself to be able to perfect your own if 
executive functioning skills, you still like, we tend to make mistakes. So don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, If the first thing that you try doesn't work, there's always multiple um, different ways. And then if you realize that there isn't any that works, mm-hmm. I hope you go into the research or go talk to your doctor to research yes. some of this so we can farther yes. grow this research. Because what were you saying about something that it's only been how many um, years? It's only been within, um, let's see, I, I had taken notes from a book. Um, and then I, you know, I, of course, the library needed it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's within my Amazon cart now. Um, let's see. It's, um, it's very, um, you know, neuroscientists know a lot about the executive functioning skills in disorder. Um, but it's become more of a hot topic mm-hmm. for, um, let's see, for new professionals in mental health, uh, medicine, child development, and education. Let's see. My notebook here is not behaving for me. It's okay. Um, it's it's only been you know it's it's fairly new I would say, um, that it's been, you know that people are actually readily knowing about it, and one of the things is some that once we get into well actually let me just read the definition from, um, Merriam-Webster which they got it the psycholo- psychological definition, um, and when we start talking about what it is. Everybody will see it. Right. Everybody will see it. And it's something that if you start mentioning to your um, doctors and therapists, you can start getting help. And that's one of the things that I learned um, as I started going through this and started going to the doctors and such. If I would pick up on the terminology, mm-hmm. such as executive functioning skills or um perseverations or whatever that that terminology when I started throwing that out and discussing that they started listening and my results became a lot better because they knew that I was researching and that I wasn't just taking it at face value that I truly wanted to figure out how to make things work and you know and honestly there is so much trial and error to autism that is huge so, okay, so uh, executive functioning is the group of complex mental processes and cognitive abilities, such as working memory, impulse inhibition, and reasoning that control the skills such as organizing tasks, remembering details, managing time, and solving problems required for goal-directed behavior. Notice that the, the remembering details is for goal-directed behavior because my son can tell me every single detail there is to know about Godzilla. <laughs> but the details to get his uh, his social studies portfolio done? Mm, no, not so much. No. So, okay, so let's break that down even further. Okay. Okay, so you have uh, cognitive versus metacognitive. Correct. Okay, go ahead and explain what that is. (laughs) So cognitive is everything part of your brain. So when you think brain, you think cognitive. It's the actual um, medical term cognitive for your brain. Um, And and it's cognitive, anything that's referring to cognitive in the psychology field, special ed field, education field, it's to the 
brain thinking or the thinking of the brain. Um, So that means your working memory, that's all of it composed. However, magnicognitive is your thinking about your thinking. That's when it really pulls into your thinking. For example, you're thinking that you know on Friday you have something due. Let's say the social studies portfolio. Mm -hmm. But on Monday, as you're thinking, okay, well, Friday have that due. On Monday, I can break it into smaller steps, get this done. Tuesday, that's technically thinking about your thinking and using your working memory to set up Mm -hmm. those calendars or that long-term planning. Um, So magnicognitive thinking is about thinking about thinking, which is exactly what executive functioning skills use. So it uses Mm -hmm. that magnicognitive thinking to be able to plan, write notes, um, Mm -hmm. make appointments, your, what else? Uh, What else am I missing? Um, Well, there's, here's an example. Impulse. Kind of a silly. Yeah. Yeah. Impulse. Mm -hmm. This, 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 uh, this example. um, So we went into the school um, for Curtis and had a meeting and uh, we're talking to his teacher and she was saying that one time he got ran out to the uh, playground Mm -hmm. and ran to the top of what's called what they called the spider which is, I guess, the jungle gym, the new jungle fangled jungle gym things. The dome, yeah. Yeah. So he ran to the top of that. But then he couldn't get back down because he couldn't figure out how he got up there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So somebody had to help him get down. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do we walk this down? <laughs> how do we break this how do right. we deal with this? So, but that's you know, it's, technically we know how to do. But like mm-hmm. you know how to get up and we know how to get down and we're thinking about something else, but our brain is thinking about how to do this and we don't even realize that magnicognitive thinking is not um you don't think that you're thinking thinking. You can, but sometimes it's your subconscious taking over. Mm-hmm. Um oh. Jennifer Jennifer says, so true, Jessica. And then the schools will just dismiss the kid as, well, he just doesn't try hard enough or He's lazy or uninterested instead of calling it an executive functioning dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So true. It is very so true, true Jennifer. Um, and that's that's why I think it's still something that uh, we sometimes have to bring to the, the school, table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, to the table, to the attention, because as a um, SPED teacher or it's SPED teacher now, isn't it? Special education. Mm-hmm. Or exceptional anyway. children. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're thinking more about, say, um, oh, the social studies test or something like that than you are the executive functioning that, that you kind of learned about in all of your classes. Correct. Or sometimes, I mean, I don't even know, um, when you get a special ed certi- certification, do you go into depth? Or unless you're like majoring in it or something. Only you if you're to... majoring. Um, gen ed teachers get an overview. They take so that... one course out of their four years. Whereas so... if you have learning disabilities or severe or any special ed, you get two years of your major courses, like okay. in depth with it. So that actually explains, you know, so if you have a gen ed teacher who says, oh, I'm sure cer- I have a certification in special ed. Well, they're not going to understand things like executive functioning 
skills. Well, if they or... have a certification in special ed, yeah, they will. Okay. Because they go into it. Now, if you don't, if they're just a gen ed course or a preschool, well, preschool, mm-hmm. they actually get the executive functioning um, because mm-hmm. it's actually one of their curriculum for preschools. Um, right. oh. But um, if you're just a gen ed core teacher, they break it up either between, for the, well, at least for state of South Carolina, it's either K, mm-hmm. uh, pre-K through first grade or kindergarten through six, six through 12th or okay. uh just high school in a specific mm-hmm. area like you can just do mathematics you don't There's get so much, any of this if you don't have so a lot of them actually do go back and get a mm-hmm. special ed uh certification so if they do Minor. they do actually get right some of this. okay so and but it's the school psychologist that can really help you with this yes because they're the one because that's what we we're talking about earlier too going back on what jennifer's saying um is not not we're not defending the teachers or anything like that so don't get us wrong um but um it's very new it's been in the mm-hmm. field for maybe about 10 years for the psychology yeah. side well you got to think ida is 1975 and they're mm-hmm. still ramifications and changes to be able to help your child right it's only 2020 i mean it's That's, young it's it is and it's, it's very I mean, it young just, it is it, it when you think about the medical field yeah that's really young mm-hmm. um you know i i'm some of the stuff that i come across with uh say I, i'm asthmatic okay so some of the new therapies and things that they're doing i'm at a doctor's office now where they routinely check my blood for a a specific marker that can tell whether my asthma is under control or not. Oh, wow. That's the first time I've had asthma since I was in college. So it's, you know, things like this are, even if it's something, you know, like asthma or whatever, when it comes to something with the brain, which autism, ADHD, things like that are a neuro develop, they're a developmental Mm -hmm. thing, a neurological developmental um, disability, according to the medical community, right. um, we like to think of it as special abilities. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, that's you know, it's and and studying the brain is just crazy in depth, and they're discovering so many things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to find that terminology. But we also have to work together with everybody on our team, meaning, and that for as an autism mom, my team consists of all the medical doctors, but all of the um, school professionals, mm-hmm. um, you know, sped teacher, um, homer teacher, all the subject teachers, you know, and all of the therapists. And right. yeah, it takes a lot to <laughs> coordinate that <laughs> whole go. team. A lot of moving parts, a lot of yes. moving parts. But then to make sure that you that everybody knows about that and you can say to your ABA therapist, okay, what can I do to help with executive functioning? Mm-hmm. And then as an ABA therapist, you also helped work with OT so you could coordinate the working of the inner workings of the executive functioning skills. And so everybody was on the same playing field and you're all doing the same thing Correct. to help develop these skills. Yep. That's why I like the VB map. The VB map mm-hmm. is uh, specifically geared towards uh, ABA. Mm-hmm. Um, we use it. It's a m- way we check off milestones, 
um, and things like that. Um, when I teach special ed, I actually pull some of that into mm -hmm. the school district because not everybody is aware of the VB map. Um, a lot of right. them, they go to Casey Lice assessments, um, some of these mm -hmm. other different assessments, Vineyard, um, yeah. Violin and things like that, not Vineyard, mm -hmm. Violin and things like that. But a lot of them don't think about VB map. Um, VB map actually breaks down goals specifically for your child with executive um, functioning skills. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's when they... Those, that, that, that's one of those million pieces of paper that you fill yes. out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's one of the ones that we actually, um, if you have ABA therapy, it's mm -hmm. what the BCBA actually sits down, BCBA actually sits down with you and shows mm -hmm. you the chart where here's he when he first started and each time he grows and grows and grows to eventually goes into these executive functioning skills. Um, right, right. Um, I'm no preschool uses it, but I I really do not know. It's not the VB map. They use a different criteria, right. um, but they definitely. That's why I really suggest if anybody who has kids to put them in preschool if they can. Um, yeah, you're learning your colors, your ABCs and things, but they're actually learning to teach how to plan, how to do some of these impulse um, control, like someone steals your toy. No, we got to learn how to share. You can't go on to the, some of these emotions, which those who struggle with um, executive functioning, they their hindsight is not there. So yes, it's an mm -hmm. impulse of emotion. So yeah, I'm going to go wow because you stole my toy and get really frustrated and irritated, but they don't see the hindsight that we do. Right. They don't see, okay, if um, I react and say something this way, what are my implications following that? That's executive functioning mm -hmm. order. Like, um, and functioning skills. Yes, a six-year-old, a five-year-old, eh, it's a learned skill. But as you get yeah. into your teenage years and some of these older mm -hmm. years, you have more control of it than you do when you're younger. But some of them actually do pick up on the social cues of, hey, if I do it this way, I'm going to lose friends. And some of them do lose friends in kindergarten and first grade because they reacted mm -hmm. to something that they weren't supposed to or didn't handle right. it properly. But that teaches them and they take it in and they're like, okay, I can't do that later on, right. a.k.a. your fun um, executive functioning skills. So it plays into a part with social with autism. Um, that's mm -hmm. why you see the gap. Sometimes go bigger. There has been studies done um, saying mm -hmm. that it's not so much that there's a gap between social, but it's a gap between I don't know how to control my impulse, a.k.a. your executive functioning skills. Right, right. So. Um, uh, oh, yes. So Jennifer is asking us if uh, this is what we're talking about, the Verbal Behavior Milestones Assessment and Placement Program. That is the VB map. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is an assessment and skills tracking system to assess language, learning, and social skills of children with autism or other developmental disabilities. That is correct. That's Thank the one you, we're Jennifer. About. Appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, sometimes we have a tendency, that's the other thing, you might have to create a um, an alphabet soup. Um, yes. <laughs> kind of a thing to remember what it all is. Because after a while, even in some of these books that I've 
pad or read about executive functioning, they start abbreviating EF. Yes. Um, yes. So I even they, have to so, go back. I'm like, what? Hey, wait, which one is that? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, now um, some of the things that we can do to help with, well, one of the things I was thinking of that is a basic way that we don't think about, but we're actually showing some executive functioning skills is with a visual schedule. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, okay, so why is that having a visual schedule? Why is that an executive functioning skill? Um, it helps with the organization, but it also, the um, studies been shown, um, if you're not a consetic, a cons, cons, thank you, with movement learner, a lot mm-hmm. of us are actual visual learners, which right. both go into your working memory, which mm-hmm. working memory is your memory that's getting short term and put into long term. So it's keeping mm-hmm. the constantly moving. Remember, working memory is part of your executive functioning. So when you have a calendar, it's a what? A visual or a visual cue, mm-hmm. a visual cue, which, oh, yeah. How many how many of you have posted notes? Right. <laughs> how many color of us? We right. got our hands up. Um, <laughs> how many? Co- oh, we use audio cues all the time when we have alarms go off on our phones for our schedule. Exactly. And that's part that of it. The only way I, yeah. It was the only way I could keep track of live lessons for the kid. I mean, that's another one. That's how you, you've regulated your own self. Your, that's a regulation, regulation skill. That's an organization skill. And mm-hmm. that's a working memory skill. Mm-hmm. That's a three in one. How many yep. of you actually put reminders on your phone? How many oh, yeah. of you color code or have an agenda to this day mm-hmm. to be able, I color code mine because I have multiple, I don't have kids or big family, but I do it because I have multiple things on my plate. Yeah. I but, I have a, I have an agenda that um, I actually, we actually started using this sometime during, I just started doing it because I wanted to make sure um, that Curtis would know what's coming ahead and my husband would know what appointments we had just at a glance. So I took a, a whiteboard and some washi tape and made myself a calendar. Right. And on that calendar and in my um, agenda, it's everybody's coded with a certain color. And right. so Curtis is always blue. So I use blue for him on the whiteboard and I mm-hmm. use a blue pin in my in my well it's called my reminder binder that's just the brand of <laughs> cute little brand I have for my um agenda but I mean I did that for myself um I did it because then Curtis would know he could look and all he had to look at was the dark blue and he would know which was his mm-hmm. but it it was executive functioning skills on my part right that then is translating and helping him to see and be able to recognize okay this is what I have to do Exactly. Um, that's a, I love that idea. Um, I may, may not steal it when I have kids, but <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, I actually do this with, uh, within the classroom that I do mm-hmm. too. 
Um, I have them color coded um, with sticky notes and they they know their routine. Speaking of routines, how many of you in if you have kids, you have a routine of a certain day that you go here and there. You have certain days that you do chore days. You have mm-hmm. certain days um, for appointments. Guys, that's executive functioning. Skills. Yeah, it is. And don't be surprised if your autistic child says, we can't do that today. It's the wrong day for that. <laughs> or, um, oh, I did that. So I went to a block schedule. Uh, okay. For instance, case in point, um, I went to a block schedule because I have that capability with um, the virtual online school that uh, Curtis does. And so we would try, I would say, okay, hey, Curtis, once you get done with um, all of your you're reading for your ELA, why don't you try and do an assignment for science? Oh, no, I can't do that. It's not science day. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, he kind of took some time, and he did do okay towards the end. We've, we've, we're coming down to the end of the amount of assignments that we actually have to turn in and stuff. And so he's been, been okay to actually add some science on math day or ela day so we show he but he's showing executive skills the Mm -hmm. the being flexible is part of it which usually he's so rigid he's actually done Uh, really well yeah he's actually he's he's showing some um ability to do have that flexible thinking which you know two years ago not a chance (laughs) um so they will they will get it they will keep keep on Mm-hmm. Um, they'll get it. Um, okay. So we've talked a little bit about scheduling. Um, what are some other ways that we can, let's see, but that working memory, you talked about working memory. Um, what all is that's something that's an area that I know that my son, uh, struggles with. He mm-hmm. actually tested low on some of his, um, testing within the school for working memory. And I was just talking to his um, his sped teacher, and we were mm-hmm. talking about the fact that he has to do an essay that's a cause and effect, or compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. And he's struggling with that. And I mentioned that to her, and she said, oh, well, that's part of working memory. I was like, ding, 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 that's executive functioning skills. I'm talking about that tonight. <laughs> um, so what all does that working memory encompass? um okay i take that sorry i take that as a big um (laughs) wow it's it's a lot to digest it's it's a lot okay so this that you said something about it being the the short term short term into the long term correct so it's your better lack of terms it's your conscious and your subconscious working together Mm -hmm. Okay. So every day at the end of the day, um, all of us have some kind of routine, for example, that reviews their day, or at least I do. Um, Okay. I could have done this better, or I could have done, you know, that that's working into your long-term memory. You're correcting some of your own behavior. Um, But it's literally taking what you've done that day and applying it forward. You're putting, taking that short-term into long-term. It's also, Um, For those that do have a working memory issue, sometimes it's as 
they're not paying attention to you. It's short attention spans because they Mm -hmm. literally have to take frequent breaks. Um, So if you see that your child is starting to get frustrated, it's not that they don't understand what's going on. It's I'm overloaded. I'm bottlenecked. I can't take any more than this information. So you're working information. So your working memory is taking everything in, Mm -hmm. what your subconscious is taking in, what you're consciously taking in, and applying it to the activity on hand or applying or storing it for later. It is constantly moving. So it's your neurons constantly moving with the neurological. Mm-hmm. Um, Which right that reminded me is that when you're, when they start getting frustrated because they're having all of this input and they don't know what to do with it and they need to process it and they need that time to process it. Mm-hmm. That's where it can help um, to have a sensory break. Correct. To jump on a trampoline for a couple of minutes. Right. To, you know, I mean, this is, we have one of those, you know, little, we don't have a big trampoline in the backyard, mm-hmm. but we have uh, a small exercise trampoline and that's good enough. I mean, he can just jump up and down on right. that for a little bit or, you know, pound on his drums or something like that. Take a small sensory break and getting that out. It's like, it's kind of like that executive functioning in that, in that sense and the sensory are both working together it to is. cause an overload. It is. Because remember, the executive functioning or the wor- working memory, you're taking in your emotions. So mm. not only you not only struggling with your, um, it starts with an I, it's not inhibitor. Um, impulse. Not impulse. only you're taking your emotions, they're like, okay, I'm just going to act. I'm your impulsity. But some of them actually do pick up on social cues because they're like, oh, wait, I can't do this. Now you're struggling. Now they're thinking about that. Their working memory is going on that. You have this mm-hmm. at hand. The teacher's going, hey, you got to do this. You got to. Hey, are you paying attention to me? Are you? Can you imagine? I, I couldn't. Mm. <laughs> I could. But the best place, the best analogy that I can give to anybody about executive functioning is imagine that you are standing in a place that you're familiar with. So you're in your home. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're in your home. You have in your brain, you have planned out your day. You're going to get this done. And you're all of a sudden someone dies. Then you lose your job. Then your cell phone breaks. Then your child goes, hey, mom, I need you because so-and-so is bothering me and they're they're needing your emotional attention. And then your husband goes, well, I'm, I'm see you later. Could you imagine? That's exactly what kids with autism or those who struggled in functional like skills deal with every single day to that intensity. It's yeah. Oof. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> and, and that's and that's sometimes it's so hard for us as parents to realize that's what they're going through, and right. that we also need to take a step back and take a breath and you know give them a second well, to that, gather. You know, right? Even that time, um, one of the things that we found that has begun to work really well is that when. Curtis is getting so frustrated and there's a situation, you know, he's getting frustrated and tensions are getting high about something that happened. Um, usually before he does what's called escape behavior. And so he'll want to get out of the situation. Right. 
And so before, though, the thinking was you need to keep them there to deal with the situation. However, some, some in some respects, you know, some especially respect, yeah. if you have a demand, a demand on them, mm-hmm. you want them to follow through with the demand. Um, and but when you're trying to reason with them and question about something, sometimes it just it's just not clicking. Um, one of the things we found out just at the tail end of when we were doing our ABA in South Carolina was that there were there was new research coming up that when there's in a heightened situation, emotionally heightened um, situation, it's best to let them escape for a minute. They'll pull themselves together and then you can come back and mm-hmm. reason this situation and you can get a result. Exactly. Because, and it made sense to me because if they're so emotionally charged by the fact that their working memory is going crazy, they, you know, they need a sensory break, mm-hmm. but somebody is telling them, no, you have to sit there. They're just going to explode in a meltdown and you can't stop a meltdown. There's nothing you can do to stop a meltdown. You just have mm-hmm. to let it run. Mm-hmm. And you really don't want to push them into a meltdown. No, I mean, that's the same thing with us. And we normally do it, but it's more socially appropriate. We just go, mm-hmm. if we're in a business meeting and we hear something and we just, we can't deal or something, excuse me for a moment, you go to the bathroom and you come back and you're mm-hmm. able to deal with it a lot better. I mean, yep. we naturally do it. So I don't understand mm-hmm. why some, you know, depending on the situation, it really does yes. depend on the situation. Yeah, it truly um, does depend on the situation and what you're trying to if it if there is a demand, um, I don't remember what the protocol was. If we had to sit there, if there was a demand, we had to follow through with the demand. And you know, as soon as you do X, Y, and Z, you can go to your room, but you cannot go until you have done that. Um, I think is what we we're the protocol that we were working with. If it was just reasoning about why this didn't happen or why you didn't follow through. Or something, then we could let him go, mm-hmm. um, get a hold on himself, and then come back and discuss it. So right. it's, you know, it's it's okay in some of these instances, and you and you just have to, and that's that's a place where, you know, as a parent, you got to know your kid. Yeah. And as a teacher, you got to know your students, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a therapist, you got to know your the yep. client. You do because you get to know their ticks, the little <laughs> the little things that you can just. Um, you know, I, I can, I can now, if something's going on and he start, you know, I, I can feel it and I can sense if something's going on and Curtis is right. to that point where it's going to cause an issue. And I'll just be like, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, we'll remove him from let's the situation. Just totally remove this. <laughs> We're not going to do this. But um, what you're teaching him is a metacognitive strategy, by the way, you're teaching them, Hey, I'm, um, getting mad. I recognize mm-hmm. that I'm getting mad. So you're thinking about your own emotion and your own action. So it's magnetic of thinking, but you're teaching him how to also control that impulse of not how not to react wrongly in the situation. And you're teaching him to walk away and come back. That's a magnetic cognitive strategy. It's a social uh-huh. skill too. It's both. And how, how do all <laughs> these things interweave? It's so crazy. It's just, it is crazy. Wow. Wow. It is. It is. Okay, I think we're gonna have to 
we're going to have to pick up again next week on this. Uh, we do, because I definitely want to go over a uh, buddy review next week with this. Oh, yeah. Because that's yes, a big one. Mm-hmm. Pure Buddy was actually a really good thing that we had written into um, Curtis's IEP that helped a lot. It's actually so. a, a executive functioning help. Mm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Yes. See, we're all learning all sorts of stuff. All right. <laughs> well, we're so thankful for y'all to um, have stopped by and uh, listened. Um, if you want to shoot us a line as to something else that you would like to, us to talk about, please email us at info at myspectrumlife.com. Um, and we can be found on various uh, social media handles. All right. Handles. These are our handles. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Thank> me, Kelsey. <laughs> um, you can find us on our media at facebook.com backslash my spectrum life, Instagram.com backslash um, my spectrum life, and then twitter.com backslash my backslash backslash my spectrum life one. Whoa, it's oh, Monday, goodness. y'all. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, We'll leave you with that humor. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And we know that with a lot of faith, a whole lot of love, and plenty of fidget toys, we're all going to make it. Thanks and goodbye, everyone. (laughs) 